Hello, and welcome to Franchise Surprise. The only podcast that has some loose jello, okay? <laughs> I'm Nick Lathan. I'm Rip Camelucci. I'm Peyton Lynch, and this week we are covering Muppets from Space. <sighs> I feel like you gotta have a little crowd noise afterwards after you say, you know? <sighs> oh my god, he's wearing his Pixie Space shirt. I, right. forgot, oh I, didn't, I didn't even mean to do this. That's this the movie. Is, this this is, that's the movie. This should have been straight up. Well, this should have just been a pigs, pigs in space. In space. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say it on the record. You know, how I've been talking shit about Miss Piggy this whole this whole podcast run. Mm-hmm. She's the best part of this movie. Oh, all right. We're just gonna get <laughs> right to it. Huh? No, I just wanted to say that before you do the box office stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna uh, put my sweater back on because it's cold as Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy in her Heather Lock in her Heather Locklear wig uh, she wears I, in this movie. Oh boy. Let me just all right, fine. If we're just fucking doing if we all have comments on Miss Piggy before anything even gets started. <laughs> Miss Piggy is so fucking hot in this movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's great. Maybe it's that's why. Absolutely I'm just weirdly attracted to out her. of control. They they said they said for this movie, Miss Piggy will have cleavage. And, and she did. Ugh. They gave her some low cut, some low cut business suits. It's the nineties. It's the late nineties. Oh. And don't you just, boy, I love the nineties. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, this is no longer. This is now an I love the nineties episode. This uh, is an I love. It might, it might, there should be a whole I love the nineties episode based solely around Muppets from Space because it's got everything you remember from the late nineties. It's, it's got Kathy Griffin. It's yeah, I was Austin just Street. about to say Kathy Griffin. It's got, Hol- it's got Hollywood. Hulk. It's got Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hey, hey, hey! What you gonna do? I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking uh, kayfabe in the Muppets movie. Got in to. This, in this Muppets from space. What is happening here? I feel like everybody breaks kayfabe once they're around the Muppets. They can't help Hulkster. it. Hulkster. <laughs> Mr. Terry Balea. Uh, But before we get into the movie proper, we do have to talk about the box office. Actually, before that, any old business we gotta talk about before we open up new business? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, uh, no old business. So, no. Sometimes after I do listen or re-listen, actually, yeah, I made a lot of, here's some old business. I made a lot of um, <laughs> errors in, uh, just just fact errors in the Fast X podcast. Um, <laughs> it wasn't Marky Mark that this Johnson This is very old business. Like. Well, Mullet made sure to point this out to me once he finally <laughs> I'm sure, Fast I'm X sure. Yeah. Oh, so this is the this is the this is the editorial or like corrections department. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, John Cena dressed up as Vanilla Ice on that episode of SmackDown, not Marky Mark. And there was another one I got fucking wrong. What are you gonna fucking do? Hey, you know what? We're never wrong on this podcast. That's our motto. Unless last never week, wrong. When, unless last week when Peyton corrected me and I told him I'm not wrong. You just gotta own it. You know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, I made I, ex- a, I made a um I made a mistake on the Christmas Carol episode. What'd you what'd you do? I said I said that John Williams, not John Williams, who wrote the music for Paul Williams Paul for Williams. the original Muppet movie. Yeah. yeah, I said that he had a Christmas album with the Muppets, but he doesn't. It was John Denver. Oh, hey, similar <laughs> hairstyles. It's and they both wear glasses. <laughs> Both named John. They're both blonde. Yeah, both named John. Both <laughs> blonde. Yeah. Or no, both he's named, not. 
both named John. That's John Williams, not Paul Williams. Paul Williams <laughs> and John Denver have nothing in common whatsoever. That John Denver is full of shit, man. There you go, man. Um, speaking of uh, piggybacking off of old business, we brought we talked about Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire last episode. Uh, yeah. We did. We oh, did. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> go ahead. I uh, I read a thing today. Apparently. Um, that they're they're basing this movie off the real Ghostbusters. From like, well, I I remember when the first trailer dropped, and I think Kumail was the one that said like that there are elements, like there are concepts and elements that they're dipping into the real Ghostbusters for, mm-hmm. which I mean that could be as far as to say they kind of maybe base some character designs because i think we might get something similar or akin to uh sawin um from the real ghostbusters uh who if you recall is a personal favorite of uh for the baddies of for the ghostbusters yeah he's great he's he's one of the Um, best ones because yeah like towards the end of that first trailer there looks like there's like some big slender tall creature that seems to be the heavy in this movie and it does somewhat remind me of the character design of someone in well the uh the director i forget his name but he he wrote after he co-wrote afterlife um he Mm -hmm. said that that's what they really draw drew from in the in the for the villain for this one is the real ghostbusters and i found out about this today because the um the one of the writers on the real Ghostbusters was just like, "Hey, you couldn't uh, give me a call." I mean, <laughs> I mean, who who you gonna call? Yeah, not me. Apparently, Answer what the fuck? Look. Anyway, um, well, what what well, do you I'm got? Glad you brought that up because there's uh, new Ghostbusters merch hitting the shelves uh, at Target. Oh. These throwback oh, fright features. Oh, the fright are features. Those are yeah. fun. Oh, they these switched are... to Target because they're less <laughs> shitty. And yeah, god damn. Uh, they aren't kind of fucking expensive though. How uh, much are they? Although I think uh, I paid like seventeen fifty for that. Why? Why we? I think I saw like fourteen ninety nine on Big Bad Toy Store uh, online, but then again, you're also paying shipping. But then they also have their um, their like old uh, style, like it's the same uh, height as the old real Ghostbusters figures um mm. but like you know it's newer and they had this for the last movie too but i figured i'd pick up in the in the suits in the flight suits i got uh you know paul rudd here and they also come like again classic they come with a you know a ghoul yeah and these are like ecto <laughs> ecto stretch tech or stretch ecto tech i can't tell i got a carry coon because <laughs> how often you got a chance to pick up a Carrie Coon action figure, you know? Hardly. And then I got uh, Trevor, but mostly for Slimer, since Slimer is also making his return here in uh, the upcoming movie. Uh, so yeah, those are my spoilers. pickups. I, he's all over the marketing and the posters and everything. Like, it's, it's going to be unavoidable. I haven't As- seen any of it. Well, if you walk down the toy <laughs> aisle at Target, you'd eventually see it. <laughs> I only I'd be like the Lego you. section. That's did it. they did they give Slimer a girlfriend in one of the movies? Uh, in the in, in answer the call, yeah. Was answer it an answer, answer the call? There was a female yeah. Slimer, which I I, I I hope they bring her back. I hope they bring her back. 
Ah, uh, Peyton, I hate to tell you, man, but don't I, I like to theorize that that was a reference to, that was an Animal House reference in that movie. Because the, the lady was yeah. dressed like the one lady from Animal House who ends up being uh, uh, the, 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 the Universal well, Studio Tour Guide. And uh, ends up being, didn't, didn't. Or it, it alluded to that Bluto, John Belushi's character, marries one of those women from Animal House. Yeah, but he also becomes a senator as well. So, well, here's what I'm saying is that Slimer's based, Slimer is based on John Belushi. <laughs> yeah. So you could, you, could, you could say that, that that ghost is actually based on the woman he marries in Animal House. Right, yeah. That's, I think that's, the, that's the, what I did, in fact... Try and say on that episode. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, corrections department a- called, and uh, Baps is a different person besides the woman he married in Animal House. <laughs> well, sorry we to be a dick future- about it. We can save that for future old business. <laughs> yeah. All right, next episode when we bring up old business. All right, new business. Uh, Muppets from space, not in space, from space. <laughs> All right. This movie came out July fourteenth. 1999. July 14th, we all know, is the day that uh, Cameron Poe was getting out of jail in Con Air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see my dad for the first time on July 14th. (laughs) Nobody moves, nobody gets it. Anyway, uh, so, last last week I alluded to the uh, things not looking too good for Muppets from Space. Uh, first of all, it's not made by Disney. It was made by uh, Columbia. Columbia Pictures. This is this is a Sony product, so we could get a PlayStation exclusive Muppets game, Muppets from Space game, uh, if we really uh, wanted it. We won't. Uh, we don't want it. Uh, but yeah, this came out. <laughs> Where do you think at the top ten this movie premiered? I think you Man. told us last week. I think you told us it was like seven or something. Like, yeah, like six or seven or something like that. All right. Here we go. This could be the longest list I've nine. ever read. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it might have uh, been nine. It might have been that low. I can't remember. So it opened up July 14, 1999. Number one at the box office that weekend was uh, Eyes Wide Shut, Stanley Kubrick's Ooh. last film, uh, opening a Christmas movie, opening up in July. The Die Hard <laughs> Effect. Um, so that was number one at the box office. That is like crazy that, that that's a July. I guess because Tom Cruise is in and he's like the the king of July. I don't know. When I think July, I think Tom. Okay, Cruise. So Tom Cruise is in this, so it's a blockbuster. Uh, number two, American Pie. This was a runaway hit. Oh. Uh, co-written by director of uh, Twilight New Moon. <laughs> I don't know if y'all knew that. Was <laughs> it Chris White's? Anyway, I'm not going to Google it. Um, number three, a movie I love, Lake Placid. Open oh, this yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a fucking. Oh, that's a I haven't seen that movie. one. That's a that's a creature feature, right? Yeah. It's oh, John yes, it yeah. is. It's, it's a creature great. feature. And you got Oliver Platt and you got uh, fucking Bill Pullman and you got uh, Betty White. Like, what yeah. more do you want? Oh, Betty White. Oh, I got to watch this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a good uh, double feature with Tremors or something. Oh, yeah. Who's, uh, I think it would be. Bridget Fonda? Is it Bridget Fonda that's in Lake Placid? I do not know. I think Bridget Fonda's in Lake Placid. I don't know why I whispered that. We'll, uh, we'll figure out next episode. From Single White Female? 
Yes, yeah, that's what she's mainly known for. <laughs> married to Danny Elfman. I don't know if anybody knew that. Are they still married? I think so. Wow. No, no, we'll find out next week when we get corrected. <laughs> um, number four. Uh, I loaded. Uh, so I was saying that Indiana Jones was going head to head with. Um, the Muppets. With the Muppets. This time it's it's switched gears again to Adam Sandler. So Christmas Carol opened up the same time. Or was it last episode opened up as Billy Madison? I think, I think was, last episode was Billy Madison. I think it was Treasure Island opened up against Billy yeah. Madison. This was uh, number four at the box office was Big Daddy, a movie that is uh, dear to my heart. Uh, who am I kidding? I fucking love every Adam Sandler movie. So yeah. Um, <laughs> love that movie. Uh, Not my, it was my, Bridget Fonda. And Brendan Gleeson's in the fucking picture. Ooh, that's that's a solid cast. Yeah. Wait, Happy Gilmore was last episode. Sorry, it was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It was 96. Anyway, number five, uh, greatest movie ever made, Wild Wild West. Uh, Wild Wild West. Jim West, who? Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want none, none of this. Gun of this, brother, run of this. Buffalo Soldier, look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress once you meet Jim West. That's all I got. So, um, I, I, I felt activated like the fucking Winter Soldier right then. Yeah, that's what happens when you say Wild Wild West. You immediately go to the, to the Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, oh, sorry. It's like when Cartman hears uh, sailing on uh, by sticks. Yeah. <laughs> sing the whole song. Sailing <laughs> When's the last uh, time you've done a fucking Cartman voice? I have not heard the Cartman voice. Not since Trey Parker did it on an episode Man. I watched eight years ago. Um, have I heard that? Uh, what's funny about uh, Wild Although, West, that said, up next should be, or soon should be, South Park Bigger Longer Uncut. Because I specifically remember them promoting the South Park movie. And basically on MTV at the summer island that they had in 1999. 1999 was the year I tapped into fucking pop culture. Um, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and they were just basically bitching about re- being released against the same weekend as Big Willie Weekend and Wild oh, Wild West. Um, um, so am I right? In our text thread, we've talked about 1999 being a cornerstone film year. Oh, absolutely. That too. Along with 1984. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are one? watching Muppets from Space. Like, 1999, <laughs> baby. Like, you know. Oh, man. I actually am going to go to Google um, and type in 1999 film on Wikipedia. Because this is like some... This is great. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go through... I'm going to go through the rest of the box office, and then we'll talk yeah. about uh, 1999 in film before we get into the actual thing we're supposed to be, we're here talking about. <laughs> uh, number six was The Wood. I'd never heard oh. of this movie. I never heard of yeah, it uh, it's uh, boy, it's short. The wood is short for the uh, Inglewood. I think it's it's, um, yeah, it's just kind of like a relationship dramedy, like or not dramedy, but just like drama friends. It's got a seven point one on IMDb, so it's good. Yeah, I remember it being a good movie. Uh, oh, number digs. Yeah, I was gonna say Tay Diggs, but I didn't want to fucking get it wrong, you know? The guy who d- I'm the Tay Diggs, Tay Diggs, and Mike Epps. The guy who directed it directed a bunch of episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, there you go. And he also did. I don't know if he did any Book of Boba Fett. I know he did Mandalorian. That name looked familiar. And then I clicked on it, and I was like, Oh yeah, Mandalorian. Rick something. Rick Fuyama. That's Fuyama? it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He directed the wood. 
Uh, number seven, hmm. Tarzan. The Disney oh, classic. Oh, the Disney Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, oh, huge, Score huge. by Phil Collins. Because you'll be in my heart. <laughs> we are we are all locked in. We were we were we were sentient this year. This this yeah. is what it was. I saw I definitely saw I definitely saw Tarzan in theater. This is the summer sure. between fourth and fifth grade for me. We are just less than two months away from nine nine ninety nine and the best VMAs of all time. <laughs> You kidding me? Chris Rock hosting that motherfucker. Dreamcast dropping that same day. Uh, I remember nine 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 because a family member died that day. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, that's, that's how I remember nine nine ninety nine. Obviously, p- other people have happier memories. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't. I, I don't remember that day at all. So yeah, and I didn't get a Dreamcast. So so uh, so two two two, uh, tragedies. two tragedies. One one neutral. One. Listen, it's probably probably a fine day. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'll man. never play Echo the Dolphin on Dreamcast. <laughs> was that on Dreamcast or was that Saturn? Oh no, they it was one of the release titles. I think. Or maybe it was like a 3D version. Anyway, yeah. I pl- I think I played Dreamcast twice. My friend my friend Nick had it, and like I just remember staying up all night playing that that's shit. The, he, that's the that's the console no one bought, right? It was uh yeah, it was like way ahead of its time, and yeah. everybody was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And then like nobody got it. GameCube comes out, you know, however many years later. And yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, this is great. It's like same fucking thing, but anyway. <laughs> uh, number number eight, Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. Again, oh for re- re- oh Phantom Menace, sorry. Yeah, this is ninety nine. <laughs> I got eight. confused. Is episode one? I saw that. I saw that in theaters too. I yeah. saw that in theaters too. I think the only two so far uh, in the summer between fourth and fifth I grade had, that I saw in theater was Eyes Wide Shut and Star Wars. Those I had a I, um, I had a Phantom Menace T-shirt that was like it kind of looked like it had blinds on it. I don't know how it worked, but it was like it was like when you moved. It went from young Anakin's face oh. to Darth to Darth Vader's head. It was like a holographic, yeah, hologram. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't holographic well, though. It wasn't like those, hard. It was like a, one of those like cards that you would get. That yeah, yeah. And they yeah. still call it like a holograph or whatever. Yeah. We, but yeah, I man, uh, I was at um, <clears throat> Village Discount the other day with our friends Johnny and Jessica, and uh, like it sucks when even like the fucking ratty ass thrift stores that you go to like recognize the good shit that they have because they had like this amazing episode one darth maul shirt and it was oh, like yeah. 90 bucks it's like Jesus. ah come on your village <laughs> discount yeah village discount should should not have anything over five dollars yeah. like it shouldn't be allowed yeah I have a funny story. So they used to do Star Wars weekends back in the day, of course, at uh, MGM Studios. I think it was still MGM at the time. And um, the weekend we went, we it was uh, it was Peter Mayhew was there, and then the guy who wore uh, the guy who played Boba Fett. He was also like nameless stormtrooper guy, yeah. not stormtrooper, like imperial guy. Um, so like every time I watch him, I'm like, hey, that's Boba Fett. <laughs> he ain't wearing a mask. That's him. But uh, we were waiting in line to get passes, I think, because you had to get passes before you met the people, I think. And we were waiting in line. And there was an entire family. They were all wearing the same outfit. I need to describe this outfit. Tie-dye Jar Jar Bink shirt. 
rainbow suspenders attached to sweatpants. All of them were wearing this outfit. I will never forget it. And there's it was just this family, and the dad was talking to another guy, like another dad from another family was there waiting in line, and they were just like, oh, hell, yeah, we... Uh, that Chewbacca's gonna be here. We gonna meet him, and then like, <laughs> so he's just hanging out in line, and then Jar Jar guy is just like explaining the entire Star Wars lore to him, and the guy's just going, "Wow, yeah." He's like, 19 years between the two movies, huh? That's crazy." Nineteen. What BBY? What's that saying? Before battle, yeah. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> it was uh, seared in my memory, and uh, it was very, very funny. That uh, outfit I you described. Star- if I ever get invited to the Met Gala, I think that's all that's a new theme. Uh, Star Wars Weekend '99. <laughs> Did we do a Met Gala theme last week? I don't know. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, number nine was the general's daughter. Um, <laughs> so for whatever so reason, man, it's probably because of John Travolta that whenever I think of uh, Broken Arrow, the general's daughter comes to mind. Well, because, yeah, like, because he went up against the Muppets twice. Yeah. And he won both times. Both times, unfortunately. Ah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the bane of, of Muppets' existence, John Travolta. <laughs> uh, he, he was never invited onto the Muppet show. That's why he's, like, pissed off. He's like, he's like, I'm going to. He got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And number 10, Muppets from Space. Wow, yeah. number 10. At least that's, to hit the top 10, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking crazy. For open, to, be yeah, in top, yeah. to go from being top 10 of the year to top 10 of just one weekend. Yeah. I, well. I don't even remember <clears throat> this movie clocking on my radar because it was 1999 and I was at an age where Muppets weren't exactly at the top of my mind. Um until like in high school and my buddy Bryce was like, you never seen Muppets from space. Oh, it's hilarious. And that, wow, right, calm, calm, calm down. And we Bryce. watched it. And, <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, man. Was, I feel like probably, I don't know if he was a stoner, but I feel like it would probably be fun to watch high. I, I, it was, it was, it was good. It was a good watch. I'll tell you right now. It was a good watch. <laughs> Oh, that's too great. If that's the perspective you're seeking, I can provide that to you. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I gotta say, uh, I was thoroughly entertained by almost everything that wasn't Gonzo. Uh, in yeah. the movie where he is the main it's, character, he's supposed to be the star. Yeah, yeah, and an alien. He's not. There are there are some cool things character. in the movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. No. I think that's the yeah you, you I didn't even think about it till now but yeah that is one hundred percent the main flaw of this movie is that he is uh yeah I think that and the fact that they didn't go to fucking space <laughs> look we've that, made like Muppets most of it ride, t- but that most of it took Muppets place in some boring building like swim yeah. lived in a now fucking cement factory in a frat house zero yeah yeah <laughs> um I do think uh I do think that it's cool that you see all the Muppets living together in the same house. I think that's a funny, like, concept. Mm-hmm. In and, like, the town In of the opening... Hensonville. 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 <laughs> Real quick, I, and, I, 
Whoa. The like you see all their different alarm clocks. Like I love the Sam Sam the Eagle alarm. They're clocks. all made by Fossil, by the way. I don't yeah. know if y'all noticed that. <laughs> there was some product placement in this film. Yeah. Was, uh, it was the nineties. Minute Maid being held at one point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the late nineties Minute Maid. Uh, I just want to scratchy logo. Before we get into the movie proper, I do want to talk about the budget and how much this movie made at the box office. Oh. Uh, no. Opening weekend, it made $4.8 million. It made a total domestic of $16.6 million. Worldwide, it made $22 million with a budget of $24 million. God, so, man, couldn't even oh. scrape its money back. So, this is why they were I can't believe they spent television. that much money. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't was, seem that like expensive of a movie. Well, it was clear that all the, all the money in the budget went to that CGI. Yeah. That was bad, though. It was bad CGI. This is the same year that The Matrix came out. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, I and do want to And it feels talk- like a TV movie. It doesn't feel like a theatrical release. Man, yeah. like 10 minutes in, I'm just like, why does this look the way it looks? Yeah. Because it's, 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 I wrote this down. It's fucking, it's late 90s comedy cinematography. Every fucking yep. movie in the late 90s yeah. comedies look exactly the fucking same. No shadows. Fucking just all the lights. They got every Ari they could get in freaking Hollywood and lit this freaking movie. Ugh. Well, you bring up the Matrix. I just wanted to go through the top 10 highest grossing movies of 1999 oh, real quick. Yeah. yeah, you brought up the wood. Yeah. Uh, so, number one, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. Number two, Sixth Sense. Number three, Toy Story 2. Number four, Austin Powers' Spy Who Shagged Me. Number five, The Matrix. Number six, Tarzan. Number seven, Big Daddy. Number eight, The Mummy. Number nine, Runaway Bride. And number 10, The Blair Witch Project. All these movies turning 25 this year. There were some other ones that are turning 25. Yeah, Blast from the Past. That was another uh, Brendan Fraser movie I watched. Oh, uh, I love Blast from the Past. Office Space turns twenty five yep. this year. Analyze because this. The uh, uh, plot device in that movie is that they are working on Y two K software. Yeah, in Office Space. Also, uh, just off the top of my head, Deep Blue Sea uh, turns twenty five this year, as well as mm-hmm. Mystery Men turns twenty five this year. Yep. Ten Things I Hate About You. The Matrix is previously uh. mentioned. Um, of course, the movie that, uh, you know, this is the year Guy Ritchie was, was unleashed onto us with Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, <laughs> which led to Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, the best movie ever. What do we got? Uh, Go. That's a great movie. Life with uh, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. That was a Ooh. heavy rotation at uh, the house growing up. Let's see. Yeah, the it's mummy good soundtrack with a a uh, very very good uh, Casey and JoJo uh, song named the same as the movie. Uh, the Thirteenth Floor, which um, we uh, I was at my I was at my uh, I had two friends named Nick growing up. Uh, of course, my name is also Nick, and uh, one of the Nicks he had a birthday well, like sleepover, and we're like we told his mom, "Hey, rent us the Matrix so we can watch that." She comes back with the Thirteenth Floor. And she was like, the guy at the video store, the, the Matrix was out, but the guy at the video store said this was better. And I'm like, well, if it's better, then why is the Matrix sold out and this one isn't? <laughs> he used to say, we did not get through the 13th floor because we were bored. Uh, <laughs> trying to think when I was General's daughter. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, South Park. Yeah, is was already out of the top 10, I guess, at this point. Jeez. Because it came out in June. 
American Pie, Muppets from Space, Eyes Wide Shut, Lake Placid. We've talked about all these. The Haunting, we watched that a lot. The Blue Sea. Yeah. Damn, Julie Roberts was in two movies this year? Runaway Bride and Notting Hill? She was huge. Wow. She was huge. The Iron Big Giant. I can't believe year. Notting Hill came out that year, too. <clears throat> Bowfinger, directed by Frank Oz. Uh, let's see. Oh, I love, love Bowfinger. <laughs> I love I the love Frank Oz always so much. making movies the same year he's in Muppet movies. Yeah. Yeah, like, for this for this movie, they had to. He didn't puppeteer at all. He just dubbed the lines of the characters oh, that wow. he usually plays. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Okay, so there was three Brendan Fraser movies that came out this year: uh, Mommy, Blast from the Past, The Mummy, um, and Dudley Do Right. Oh uh, shit! All all winners. All yeah, winners. they really are the heavy rotation. <laughs> oh, here's one that's near and dear to both mine and Rip's heart: Blue Streak. <laughs> that was on TV the other day. I, I I was looking through my DVD collection and I forget, it's still there. Um, Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland that also came out this year. Um, same weekend as American Beauty and Three Kings. Wow. Fight Club. This is like oh, this is yeah. a crazy ass year, man. It's a crazy year, man. Muppets didn't have a chance. There was too much going on. <laughs> Bing John Malkovich, <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Oh, man. The Insider, my man Michael Mann. Dogma. Dude. Sleepy Hollow, yeah. The World's Not Enough. End of Days. Toy Story 2. All right. This End of Days a- was also, like, coming out around nine nine ninety nine because of, like, the 666 connotation. Yeah. <clears throat> I have not watched that movie because my mom ruined the ending. <laughs> um, by Centino, Guess what? The days, keep, the days keep going. Yeah. Oh my god, Bicentennial Man, kill me. Oh, wow. Magnolia. Let's see. Any given Sunday, that's for you, Rip. Yeah! <laughs> the ancients are all around us! Uh, Galaxy Quest. and That was on oh cable the god. other day, too. So Galaxy fucking... Quest. Yeah. It's so smart. Like The way they even like deployed casting in that movie is so fucking smart. So yeah, uh, I was thinking there's more, okay. but I, we need to get them up in some space. <laughs> when I, I was thinking, I was thinking as I was watching this today that I really wanted it to be more in the spirit of Galaxy Quest, like yeah. in its sci-fi humor and like just like format. It that, should have been. It should have been Muppets in space, not Muppets. It from should have space. been. And the original, I'm I was reading the original idea was for it to be in space and called Muppets in space because it was going to be like. Aliens abducted Kermit, and then they all had to go to space to save him or something. Oh, that would have been so fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Hire uh, us. We'll take just, old ideas and make them. I, 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 yes, but also, I was just about to say how grateful I am that there hasn't been, like, a fucking hacky-ass Amazon Prime Galaxy Quest 2. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they can't. They were they were supposed to make one, I think, but then Alan Rickman passed away. Yeah, you really can't do it without him. He yeah. was like arguably the best part. Actually, everybody's the best part of that movie. Everybody's so good. Everybody in that. is on fucking fire in that movie. Even Tim Allen is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Have I talked about that? I've watched like a few episodes of Home Improvement, and it's actually good. Like I, I, was, I remember, I remember liking Home Improvement as a kid. I was like, gonna, yeah, I, was, show. I was watching. It, I was like, oh wow, yeah, this is funny. Yeah, too bad that guy's a piece of shit now. 
Yeah. Uh, based on, I've never met him, but I've heard. I stories. mean, I think he's. Yeah. Kate, <laughs> did you read the thing where Casey Wilson was talking about how shitty he was? Did she call him a bitch? Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, I, think I, she, love Casey I think she Wilson. called him. I think she called him a diva. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think he's allegedly a piece of shit. I should say, <laughs> I've never met him. I've just I heard stories. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this movie would have been a lot better if it was they were actually in space. Yeah, because that's the cool thing about space. Is you can um, be in it. Yeah, this it. show, this this movie should have been more like the first episode of season three of the morning show <laughs> you know Rip, they should not have all put reese witherspoon in space you know Rip, yes. not, not, not all of us have apple tv <laughs> just not reese are- witherspoon and two muppets <laughs> in low order <laughs> not all of us are employed by apple tv plus <laughs> than she did with jennifer aniston that season <laughs> Um, I did write, I didn't take very many notes, but I did write Mr. For the opening scene when Gonzo runs up to Nozar, he says, Mr. The Ark. Yeah, that's the first thing I wrote down. <laughs> that was a fun bit. Mice Girls, that was another fun thing I wrote down. Yeah, yeah, Mice Girls, yeah. I mean, this, this I feel like this was the beginning of the like modernization of the Muppets. Like, I guess Muppets have always been contemporary to like the time, but this seems like very like the Muppets are now like they live in the, the Muppets world are in the nineties. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's really like uh, something about the older movies. The Muppets feel more timeless than they do in this for some reason to me. Well, And, and those movies still have a shitload of references to the time. It's just, they, yeah. they, it's more, they're more. They were more tapped into the stuff that's classic. Whereas in this right. movie, there's probably like two or three thousand jokes in this that does not hold up because we have. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh yeah, I forgot that the the moon landing Spice was Girls. then Dawson's Creek. Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. Creek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking. Um. I mean, just the the. Also, the, having to explain. It really David bothers me. Gen Zer today. <laughs> It really bothers me with the Dawson's Creek part when they're like hitting on Joey because she's supposed to be in high school. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Well, not, not only that, I mean, but like <laughs> Sam the Eagle just straight up gawks at a woman's midriff. <laughs> there's a there's a weird ass Independence it's Day reference in this movie that you yes! would not have gotten unless you'd seen Independence Day. That one is that's the, the reference that is probably like aged the best maybe it's either that or like mice girls right yeah well, well at least mice well, girls they're like dressed well, like the spice girls yeah on the poster. i, I actually spice, yeah. i take it all back it's the shawshank redemption <laughs> reference when all the mice break out of the lab mm-hmm. and rizzo pulls the the shawshank redemption yeah i know yeah, I'm just saying that that reference probably aged the best. You're staring at me like I'm. Uh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. The cast in this movie is insane. The like all the guest stars. I didn't write down everybody. Uh, I wrote down Kathy Griffin, David Animal, Arquette, David Arquette, uh, Hollywood. Jeffrey Hall- Kent, He's Jeffrey credited Kent as Kent. Hollywood Hogan, by the way, not Hollywood <laughs> Hulk Hogan. In the credits, he's just Hollywood Hogan. I thought that was funny. Also, very Andy, like Andy of McDowell. the time, yeah. Like 
<clears throat> it's not Hulk Hogan as Hulk Hogan. He gets, <laughs> he's fresh into the NWO. Not even fresh. He's been in the NWO like three years at this point. Four years almost. <laughs> you know the hard NWO whites. Uh, it was in 96. <laughs> May? May of 96? March? May of 96? Batch of the Beach, whenever that was. 96. Oh. Ray Liotta. That is that oh, is that, yeah, so his good. cameo. That was a heat check performance right there. <laughs> oh, so fucking good! What a handsome family. Yeah, what's the <laughs> um the guy that's always in all the Adam Sandler movies? Oh, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, yeah, yeah. Also a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> we don't want no, that smoke. Oh, the guy, the guy that Miss Piggy, the guy that Miss Piggy does karate with. Who's that actor? He's in oh, Josh Charles from yeah. Sports yeah. Night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was actually playing the character from Sports Night. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that like the other guy with him would have been the other guy from Sports Night. I love when he says Aaron Sorkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> When he says he's a black belt, Miss Piggy says, I'm platinum, I'm platinum unlimited belt. credit, unlimited credit. <laughs> that, was a, oh, that, was that was a good fight, dude. Y'all, we got yeah. two high yas in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, she fights hi, yeah. she fights Andy McDowell, too. At that. Yeah. And, and she punches him in the balls. That kills yep. me. <laughs> uh, from behind? Didn't she like, yeah. punch him in the balls from behind or something like that? Well, he's, he's giving her a noogie, so she's like down there already. What? Is- not the noogie. Yeah, that's what she yells. <laughs> Not the noogie. <laughs> um, I think this is the part where I wrote down Miss Piggy is the best part of this movie. Yes. She is. The only thing that I dislike is that they give her like, that they make her camera shy for that one scene. Because that's very out of character for her to be camera shy. But that's well. It. They, you know, this is the year American Beauty came out. You know, acting was, <laughs> it was they were trying to get the Academy Award. You're like, we got to get her to not act. She's got to actually act in this one. So that was her acting. Was I mean, that's, that was that was outside the, her comfort that, zone. That was ten times better than whatever the fuck Kevin Spacey was doing. <laughs> also, off in the shower. <laughs> also, also, I said that Statler and Waldorf would not be living with all the other Muppets. Like that's unrealistic. I, yeah, you're right. This movie's trash. <laughs> one, thing, one thing I did really appreciate about Statler and Waldorf, though, like, even if they're alone, like, they'll just shit on each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just love that as, like, someone who has dabbled in hating from time to time. Like, that's those are true haters. Yeah, like, yeah. if there's no one else around to hate, they'll just hate on each other. Yeah. And they understand that's just, that's just the game of hating. True fucking haters. Ooh, never stop. Um... What do you call it? I want to. <laughs> I have no transition to this just because I just really want to talk about it. But Gonzo's fucking wardrobe in this movie is goddamn phenomenal. Well, Gonzo's. <laughs> he's most, a star. Most of the time has been impeccable. I mean, impeccable he, style. there's that one picture he's wearing. He's wearing a corn shirt with a popcorn tie. <laughs> but this one, he's got a green leopard print shirt. Mm hmm. And then later on, he's wearing a fucking tie with Camilla on it. Well, how about that oh, uh, that, that that green plaid number from the Luau? That's what I'm talking about. It was leopard print. Oh, that was leopard print. Oh, yeah. I'm a uh, boy. All right, I was also doing a little work. Oh, anyway, man. you gotta watch this in 8K <laughs> like I did. I watched this in IMAX. 
As opposed to me watching it like on a blurry full yeah, yeah. screen, it might it might as well have been on a VHS. Well, this is what happens when you're how with it Chris looks on Nolan. my TV. When you're friends with Christopher Nolan, he 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 requires <laughs> that you watch everything at 8K. I'm like, you got an IMAX print of this, Chris? He goes, Yeah, of course. I got a Golden Globe, baby. He kept kissing it. I'm like, Calm down, Nolan. Um, <laughs> another thing I wrote down because I thought it was funny was a a throwaway joke that Kermit says where he's walking around the house and he says, I wish I could find my pants. Cause Kermit never wears pants. <laughs> I love that. He was like, he's taking a vacation for, I don't know what from, what from job he does. I guess from show bit. It, I don't even know what that, but he's was. like that. The house painters, and then, like, Animal bit one of the house painters. There's, like, a subplot with house painters. It's all within five minutes. It's like, Kermit's like, oh, the house painters are coming today. And he's like, hey, one of the one Animal bit one of the house painters, and they're leaving. And then it cut to, and then, like, a couple of scenes later, Kermit's painting the house himself. There's a sitcom happening within this movie. Yeah. I will say, uh, is this movie under 90 minutes? It does yeah. not feel like it. It, it feels it, it feels, feels long. a little bit longer. It We're feels talk- long. They probably cut a bunch of sitcom <laughs> shit out of it to yeah. make it. They're like, this is kind of long, guys. <laughs> Man. I really got nothing else. Um, I thought <laughs> Kathy Griffin was really, really good. I thought she was amazing. She should be in more Muppet movies. Yeah, she was up there for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the part where uh, she makes out with animal—that was yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. that was funny. Insane. Well, I mean, she had to act against an invisible animal. That's like yeah. not easy. To oh, do. the bit—the bit where Fozzie washes his hands with the, the floating hands, and then she tries to arrest him. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> Those uh, again, I- most of the shit that isn't. Involving Gonzo is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> There's a, I forget what all the weird bits I wrote down, but like just that the Muppets Lab. I'm glad I'm glad they brought back the Muppets Lab. Yeah, yeah. And all those gadgets, like the spray that Miss Piggy keeps using on everybody to like that's good to to, to get them to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And then the the door in a jar, which is only big enough for uh, for, <laughs> for King Prawn and Rizzo yeah. to go through. <laughs> Oh man! And then yeah, the invisibility spray and that, or is it a spray? I don't remember. I just remember that they get invisible, and then Fozzie washes his hands, so his hands are still visible. Well, why was King Prawn when they when they reappear? Why was he wearing a tutu all of a sudden? That I don't know. And I thought that, and I watched it two times, and I still didn't see it. And I was like, I must keep missing why he wore uh, a tutu. I think it's just a. I think joke. it's just a a, a joke that falls. Falls flat. I yeah, mean, it's just it's like oh, look, I do. Look, this is what he. Likes I do, to do remember when no looking. Yeah, I do remember there being like a sort of cross dressing bit going on with Pepe, like early on, maybe in his appearances. Is yeah. this this is the first time he's uh, been in a movie? In a movie, Correct. he was on the Muppets t- Now or the Muppets Tonight show, I think originally. Muppets Now was that thing that came on Disney Plus. Okay, the Muppets Tonight is what I'm thinking of. That's when the Muppets Tonight come out. Live action. And the Jim Henson Hour, or I think Clifford was on the Jim Henson Hour, and then the Muppets Tonight. Wow, and there was maybe- only 22 episodes of Muppets Tonight. Oh yeah, it ran from uh, 96 to 98. Hmm. And it was followed by the Muppets in 2015. 
Oh yeah, that was uh, it was a sitcom. What? Oh, the Muppets Tonight. I've never seen it. I've oh, this is just the Muppets. Like... The Mu- Muppets Tonight was like the Muppet Show. Oh no, like the Muppets. Modern. Oh, have you not seen the Muppets? No, the sitcom. Oh, oh, dude. it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's um, it's, it's like it's basically a like The Office. Yeah, but yeah. the Muppets. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to give that a try. Give that. A, it's it's like um, Muppets, where it's like a, a office. Or I guess more like setting. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I guess it's more like Thirty Rock because they're like yeah. putting they're doing a weekly show. Yeah, basically, Miss Piggy like Miss Piggy runs a late show, and then everybody else is like producing the show. Mm, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get yeah. um, Also good on that show. Who was also good in this movie? Was uh, my boy Bobo as Renfro? <laughs> like, if we had like a most valuable Muppet, I would probably put him up there. Also, like, this movie's uh, so good with a lot of the like alternate faces for Muppets. Like, they go through a big uh, uh, wind tunnel, or oh boy, something explodes in their face, <laughs> and they have like a different face. Like yeah, a lot, of yeah. all the, like a lot, all the rats got that treatment and. Uh, when you see like Renfro's just like huge eyes, yeah, he goes to the retinal scanner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, was, that made me fucking laugh. That was good. Pat Hingle, he's in this movie. Dude, Who's that? that? <laughs> he played uh Pat Hingle. He played uh he was Commissioner Gordon in the in the in the Batman movies. Oh yeah, he was like the military guy. It was the general, but like, uh, yeah, it was just like the most random. It's like, huh, Pat Hingle. He's in a he's in a Muppet movie. Good for him. Pat Hingle getting that Muppet money. I guess he didn't make enough off of Max. No, Muppet I don't. Drive. I don't know that there was that much to go around on this project. Uh, Twenty four million. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Couldn't even get it back. Oh man. Oh, another bit for the just the Muppets breaking in to save Gonzo. Another yeah. bit was two Muppets in a trench coat. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I did like that. I love that. Huh? We got, uh, is With it Kermit Fozzie? on top? Kermit Kermit's was on, on top, top of Fozzie. Fozzie and then and Prawn's Pepe on top of Piggy. was on top of Miss Piggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Animal's <laughs> off trying to make sex with Kathy Griffin. <laughs> um, back <laughs> and to then when... He, and then he did. And then he did make sex with Kathy Griffin. <laughs> And then she didn't want him to leave. Can we? Uh, can we make a? Can we make third a base. Third base. <laughs> I was to say, can we make a sequel where like there's a like Kathy Griffin's like this is your son and it's like yeah an it's a half animal half human <laughs> hybrid horrifying it looks like something from the fly from yeah. Cronenberg like- the fly. <laughs> It's it's uh yeah it's pretty much like a human with like animal like features like big orange eyebrows yeah his hair is all made of felt or made of yarn got a got an underbite with two little like two big teeth sticking out yeah I'm I'm visualizing this character in my head and it looks great I thought you were gonna say like a uh, um uh just like an American Pie but all Muppets it's just like a Muppet yeah. sex comedy. Also, something uh, um, I, mean, I, I want to say that makes me mad about this movie is that is that uh, that it makes clear that Gonzo is something in particular. Yeah, that's that's like I don't like that they confirm that he is an alien yeah. in it. And apparently, in the original ending, of, in the original script, that the 
they were supposed to find out that the aliens actually weren't gonzos. They were just like aliens that got a transmission of the Muppet show and became obsessed with gonzo. So they made themselves look like gonzo or whatever, um, which I think is a little bit more interesting. But yeah, I just don't like that this canonizes that he's like an alien. I think it's more interesting that we never know what gonzo is. Well, I think since this is uh, this is like um, so James Bond has like the Eon movies. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Never Say Never Again, which is basically just a remake of Thunderball that the uh, co-writer of that story with Ian Fleming. Basically, the rights got split where um, this writer oh, right. had the rights to Thunderball so he could like make his own Thunderball movie when he wanted to. What I'm saying is this is the this is the Never Say Never Again to the Muppet movies in which all the <laughs> Disney ones are canon. This oh, one's right, not right. canon. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't remember that's true. I don't remember them I mean we'll get to see in the in the Muppets and Muppets Must Wanted, but I don't, I don't think they reference I don't remember them referencing this movie at all. Yeah. yeah. Anything from this movie. Yeah, Because they is... do reference other movies from in that in those newer ones. Yeah. Oh, some lines I like real quick. Um, I'm yes. looking at it. Uh, Rob Schneider sees Gonzo and like hears his whole thing, and he's like, "Gonzo, you've got it." And Rizzo says, "I just wish he had. <laughs> I just wish he had a cure for it." Yeah, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Gonzo or Rizzo's got some good uh, one-liners in this. Uh, uh, Jeffrey Tambor grabbing. Gonzo's nose and no nostrils. How does he smell? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does he, he say? What's the rest of the line? Oh, uh, something like that. He oh, smells terrible. I just want to Rizzo. Rizzo. <laughs> Perfect Rizzo. Uh, I love it at the end when Rizzo's praying and he's like, "I never carried the plague, not even once." <laughs> 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 oh man yeah this is just uh it just feels like a made for tv movie it uh it really does feel like one of the like made for tv yeah. muppet movies there's like a, there's like a disney a lot original of movie really funny stuff in it but there's not a lot of meat on the bone yeah, yeah. plus like the jokes the jokes per minute ratio were just it's just not that it's not that much and it's not strong. Like there's some good, you know. Of course, Statler and Warnoff are good. What we talked about, Rizzo's good. Miss Piggy's fantastic. Um, also, there's no singing in this movie. They don't do any songs. That's a note I made. Is that no, no original songs? It's all just funk music for some reason. Yeah. Which I was <laughs> well, expecting. Like I was expecting I mean, for some reason we should have gotten a George Clinton cameo in this movie. I feel like. <laughs> I, well, you 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 understand. Like where they're from, you see the, their costumes when they when they make contact. Like they're obviously from Planet Funk. Yeah. <laughs> like but I think like, that's. I was really curious. I was like trying. I was asking myself, like, why is there so much goddamn fucking funk in this song, <laughs> in this show, in this goddamn movie? Um, and uh, one yeah, when the you know. His family came down. I was like, oh, all right, I guess it's from a planet of... Okay, fucking planet funk. I feel like, though, this this movie should have had, like, at least, like, a cameo from, like, George Clinton or, like, Bootsy should've. Collins. Mm-hmm. Should have. 
Yes. Like, you know, Agreed. or like a great joke would have been like the doors opened up and then like, all you know, d- that whole bit where the, they talk and it's like, it's him. And then like, it's later and then like, uh, you know, it's revealed that when they pick up Jeffrey Tambor and take him away, they're like, oh, we're dropping somebody off. That's when like Bootsy Collins could have walked out of the airlock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, thanks for giving me a, r-, you know, something quick like that. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not here to rewrite jokes, you know, but we could have had something. I know it's it's weird like it doesn't I think a lot of the movie changed like the last minute um because it was going to go in one direction and then went into another direction right as it was going into filming. But it doesn't feel like there's a lot of thought behind like bits like that like like why would Dawson's Creek people be in this movie? It doesn't make any sense. And then even there's talk no, about there's no connection. This feels yeah. like something, something that Dawson would like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like they are their characters from yeah, Dawson's Yeah, they're the Creek. characters from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. And it's like, but it's not in set in Dawson's Creek. It's set right. in Hensonville or whatever. Unless Dawson's <laughs> Creek exists in the same on the same map. As, as Hensonville, you know? Could they, like, could they, is this part of the Munchverse? Well, yeah. I mean, so I guess <laughs> in, in, by that extension that Detective John Munch could have worked a case in Dawson's <laughs> Creek. <laughs> Maybe early in his career or something. <laughs> he was a beat cop in Hensonville. They couldn't even get. They couldn't even get James Vanderbeek. That's the thing that gets me. Yeah. He was too busy starring in Varsity Blues, I guess, which came out in '99. Yes, it did. Oh boy, that was a formative movie for your guy right here. This <laughs> rip just mainlining Varsity Blues and American Pie. Yeah, off VHS. Of st- off, oh, I was going to say off stolen cable. VHS makes sense, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I recorded it off of stolen cable. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> oh, man. I really got nothing else besides, uh, I'm not a shrimp. I'm a king prawn. <laughs> yeah. That's his That's his big line. That yep. He says that. <laughs> Pete, there you go. Oh, we gonna <laughs> blow you up, baby. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was cute. Oh, the bit because, where these... you know, the canon thing, that's genetic. That's, that's yeah, how he does it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my last note is that this bit made me laugh. But uh, when they're introducing all the uh, all the prison rats. Yeah, on the lab rats. He's like, "That's the bird man," and like, it's just a they just unleashed a pigeon into a cage with a puppet and attacked it. God, that that shit was just so that's fucking funny, funny to yeah. me. So that's what I call filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the director of this movie, Tim Hill? Did he also yeah. uh, direct Next Friday? <laughs> He so he broke into directing by directing 16 episodes of Nickelodeon's Welcome Freshman. Oh wow. Uh he then uh later directed uh a bunch of um episodes of Kablam. Oh yeah. yeah. I love Kablam. That's what got Action him, League I guess. Now. He did yeah, a bunch Action, of Action League, League Now. The flesh, he's super strong and super naked. Stinky <laughs> Diver, a former Navy commando. 
With an attitude as bad as his odor. And Meltman with the power to melt. <laughs> Nick just got Winter Soldier too. I love Action League now. Uh, who, yeah, that was, was the best. Oh, yeah, Thunder Girl. Yeah, that was what her name was. Like, a lot of the humor in this movie isn't far from, like, action. Yeah, or, yeah like, Kablam and stuff. If he, uh, if he did Muppets, in, Muppets from Space. Uh, he then did an episode of Cousin Skeeter. He then directed Working Max Keeble's big movie. Really? Uh, he then directed, um, uh, of note here, he directed Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Ooh. <laughs> he, he then directed Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh. Uh, love uh, Alvin and the yeah. Chipmunks. <laughs> he then directed Hop. Uh, he then directed Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Uh, he then directed uh, the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run, and the last thing he directed in 2020 was The War with Grandpa. So this guy's just like mainline in like kids movies. Like that's well, he's also a writer and a creator of. Uh, he was a head writer on Rocco's Modern Life. Whoa! Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and he was also, where was it? Where was it? I believe the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants. SquarePants. I haven't fact-checked that, so... Mm, I don't know about don't that. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, look that up. <laughs> but he's got a ton of SpongeBob on his IMDb, um, and that's pretty much, like, all he's done. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was Tim Hill, Nick Jennings, and Derek Dryman. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, I did not expect this dude to look like this. <laughs> no, it, it's he's kind of looks like Paul Giamatti and TJ Miller had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is the director of the movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is spot on description <laughs> of this man. Uh, man. I need oh, to watch yeah. that new SpongeBob movie though. It looks uh I saw the first one in the theater. Anyway. Max Max Keeble's big movie is so wild because it's like who is Max Keeble? <laughs> That's the existential I mean, question that is. Like they call movie. they call it Max Keeble's movie, big movie, and it's like you hear that title and it's like, okay, who's that? Why are they getting a big movie? Oh, it's big, same it's, same thing with win a date with Tad Hamilton. It's like, Max Keeble's big move. Date with that oh, big move. Well, still. Oh, I thought it was Max Keeble's big movie. That's funny. No, nah, uh, I think the plot it's of that true, movie. But I think, do you think it's funny when they put a a, a name like that? When it's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, who the, yeah what a date with Todd Hamilton. Who the fuck that is Todd Hamilton? Tad Hamilton. Also, I just rewatched that movie. One, it does not hold up in the slightest. It's really <laughs> awful. And two, it's a, it's a, it's Bye Bye Birdie. Oh. Like, the, the storyline is Bye Bye Birdie. The girl wins Who's a date. Why should I give a fuck about Birdie? <laughs> That reminds that- me. I need to watch. I need to fucking start my Mad Men rewatch as well. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there is there is there a part where uh, was it Sal? Sal? Is he is he performing all of Max Keeble's big not Max Keeble's big move, but uh, when a date with Todd Hamilton? As he's, as he's in the middle of win a date with Tad Hamilton, and his wife just has this dawning realization. Oh no! Uh, he's toe for grace. 
<laughs> he was in that movie, right? I don't know. Topher Grace, yes, is in Win a okay. Date with Tan Hamilton. He's the guy that we're supposed to root for, but he's also really bad. Mm. <laughs> you hate to see so it. So he's playing Eddie Brock? <laughs> I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Kill oh, Spider-Man for me. <laughs> Later, chump. Uh, I got nothing else for this movie. I'm done with this movie. <laughs> Move oh, yeah. on it, to the oh. next movie. Yeah, it's just kind of... Um, I got one more thing. Gonzo yeah. subscribed to Insanity Fair. Yeah, Insanity Fair. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so, like, here's the thing about... Here's the thing that's tough about, like, the first act of this movie is Gonzo's just, like, straight up depressed. Like, he's showing all signs of just full-bore depression. Yeah. And everyone's like, shut the fuck up. You're not from the outer space. <laughs> Idiot. You're not from the outer space. Yeah, you're not from the outer space. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> um, oh, hold up. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. I don't know why I said hold up. I just thought of something. It was, I was talking to myself. Anyway. Stop. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's but, just like. Yeah, like it. it... Sorry, Peyton. Go ahead. No, you're good. It was, um, (laughs) God damn it. It doesn't feel earned, I think, is what's weird about it, is that the movie starts with him just being depressed, and it's like, but why does he all of a sudden not feel like he fits in with all of the other Muppets? Like, he's always felt like he fits in with them. And then, I don't know, I feel like there should have been more of a, like... I don't know, the Muppets had a falling out or something, and then they were like, Gonzo, why are you always fucking everything up? Like, who even are you? Or that type of thing. Like, Yeah. I feel like this this movie... Had had, it come from somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, it has a lot of bits, and it has, like, some interesting ideas, but it doesn't have a lot of heart. Like, it doesn't have a lot of, like, why the Muppets are there and what are they doing, what they're doing. It's just sort of like... It would be a fun idea if Gonzo was from space and the Muppets all lived together in a house. And in that, through that prism, this movie reminds me a lot of of another movie that we've done, or at least I've described another movie that we've done for Franchise yeah. Surprise that way. Ghostbusters, and we talked about it on this episode. Ghostbusters answer the call. It's funny as fuck. When Peyton, when's the last time you gone back and rewatched that movie? Um, it's been if a little while. It. I don't know. I really enjoyed it when I watched it, but maybe it, if I rewatched it. Yeah, it, so was a, it, it was a fun watching the theater when we saw it together. Yeah. It was it was fun when I saw it in the theaters. It was I had a blast watching it for for the podcast again. And it's and the thing that stood out was it's got a lot of really fucking funny bits. Right. But it it never really like lands on being a Muppets movie, on being a Ghostbusters right. movie, you know? Yeah, that um, one that one was pretty they tried yeah. to set up like heart and answer the call, but they really didn't really nail it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, the whole subplot where nobody believed them, like since they were little right. girls, kept calling them ghost girls, and then, and then like they brought that back. It's like who gives a shit? Like the original <laughs> Ghostbusters didn't have this. It's just yeah, guys yeah. smoking and hacking up lungs yeah. fucking fighting ghosts. <laughs> I want to read this uh, this Ray Liotta interview quote <laughs> from Rolling Stone when he was promoting the many states of New York. Interviewer. How difficult was Miss Piggy to work with compared to some of your other co-stars over the years? Ray Liotta. She's a bitch, but I gotta say, she's the only actress I slept with. 
Just a just a legend. Just an absolute legend. Uh, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I fucking love Ray Liotta. Anything he's in, I'll fucking watch a Ray Liotta movie. That's he's my favorite fucking cameo out of all the movies. Fucking Ray Liotta in this movie. Just just being a dick to Miss Piggy. It's so good. And then but he's then so also nice to the way he afterwards. plays, yeah, the way he plays, just such a smiley against type yeah. <laughs> nice guy what a, what a lovely family you said that's family. the funniest line in the fucking movie yeah what a handsome family bye bye <laughs> the way he imitates animal uh, <laughs> love red leota and they bring him back for another muppets movie that's an also a bad muppets movie but not saying this one's bad it's just not the best the worst one is yet to come because of one person. Anyway, I don't want to bring it to a downer. Is that the corollary? Is, is Ray Liotta's only in the bad movies? They were like, no, this is what they're going to do. Ex- I'm they're, excited to rewatch that one because I remember liking it when I saw it. So they're, I think they're thinking when they're making a bad Muppets movie, they're like, guys, this <laughs> is thinking. a bad one. We gotta, bring in the, we gotta bring in the ringer Ray. to save this movie. That's when, that's when Ray Liotta gets the call. It's like, Ray, we're, he's like, you're making another bad Muppets movie. Yeah, we're making another bad. The Leona. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. We're making a bad Muppets movie. All right, I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow. Cut to reload. All right, what am I saving? (laughs) (laughs) He comes in like the wolf in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, she's a bitch, but I gotta say, she's the only actress I slept with. Uh, I just love. I can't do a really good impression, but I wish I could. But I know how he says it, yeah, like just yeah. ba- you know what I mean. <laughs> you can hear it in your head. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys that you, like you've never really seen anyone do an impression because I don't think anyone can do a good impression of him. Yeah, he's a fucking one on one man. Yeah. Uh well, we got anything else we want to talk about with in regard to this movie? I'm out of notes. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you enjoyed Miss Piggy because she's she was great. Oh yeah, I would watch. I would watch the UFO show. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. UFO now, whatever. <laughs> UFO mania. I would watch every fucking episode of Miss Piggy was the host. You kidding me? It's a mania. <laughs> I've never been so happy to see. We got two high eyes in this movie, <laughs> and we got the crazy eyes too. We got this. Yeah. We got the crazy eye, Miss. And we got a little bit of cleavage. That's all I asked yeah. for. <laughs> and we got a little something for Daddy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my God! No! (laughs) (laughs) Peyton does not like us sexualizing (laughs) Miss Piggy. Oh man! (laughs) It is funny though because it's like her whole chest hanging out in one of those business suits. It's crazy. And they just have that like a little divot that goes down to show that it's her cleavage. Oh, we were in Clearwater, Florida uh, over the holidays, and um, there's like a bunch of like dolphin statues all over Clearwater, and they're like Mm -hmm. painted based on businesses. The one outside of Hooters, I did not need to see boobs (laughs) on a dolphin. They fucking straight up painted some cleavage on that dolphin. And I was like, really? And the one next to it, no cleavage. I was like, how the fuck? They put some boobs on a dolphin. This is fucking crazy. How are you going to sexualize a dolphin, man? A majestical creature. Anyway. I thought you brought up Clearwater. I thought you were going to talk about Hulk Hogan some more. Oh, God. Did I talk about his... I don't know if I talked about it last episode, but his statue? Yes, you did. 
<laughs> it looks fucking great. He is uh, 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 since uh, apparently, you know, helped someone out of a flipped over car uh, uh, oh, the past few days. Yeah, he uh, was wearing an NWO sweatshirt while he was doing it, which means he just wears New World Order gear out in his regular life. And also, he's still never really answered for being a complete racist. Ugh. He'll get his due. We need to call up Gonzo. He'll do it. Yeah, he's got the fucking Rizzo the Rat's got a score to settle. There was all, oh. an entire subplot of this movie that, like, when Gonzo, the main character of this movie, was isolated, so was, well, Rizzo was sent and had his whole adventure with a bunch of other rats. Yeah, yeah. I love the lab rats. That part was good. Yeah, that is fun. I like all the different personalities and stuff. It's very It's fun. always, it, it's been proven time and time again through these Muppet movies that anytime you just get a whole gaggle of rats together, it's gonna, it's gonna provide for some good cutaways. Yeah. At the very least. It's gonna be a good time, yeah. Another, another fun bit with Gonzo, I, I think the funnest bit with Gonzo we didn't talk about was him talking to the sandwich. Yeah, that is good. The sandwich punny, the sandwich puppet is funny. I, the, I also love that he's like, do you all look like sandwiches? And the sandwich is like, just forget, forget about the sandwich thing. Okay? <laughs> you, can go and eat, you can go ahead and eat me now. <laughs> I'm just a sandwich. Some things you need to figure out for yourself. <sighs> uh, I also, so- it, it, it was a fun fun moment when Gonzo is trying to figure out like if he can actually eat this sandwich now <laughs> <laughs> what was on that sandwich it was like bananas and lettuce it was a weird sandwich like I guess they put what? the bananas on there to make it look like teeth I don't know yeah. it, was just, it was just strange but like I don't know if they were supposed to be pickles or what but they it, they it didn't like read they, they look like bananas it looks like some shit Gonzo would eat <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you're looking to make Gonzo a sandwich and you're in the break room at at Cov- Covnet, Covnet, or whatever it was called, it's COVID. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they Covenet made COVID. Was in that uh, was in that cement factory. <laughs> and you're just looking around the break room. And it's like, what would a weird fucking alien guy want to eat? You know, he doesn't want my pop tarts. <laughs> you know, well, it's 1999. It's probably a toaster strudel. Let's be serious. Oh man, or one of those weird pop tarts that was like uh, purple with like blue icing on it. Remember that one? Remember that flavor? I do. Wasn't remember. that like yeah? That was like the wild berry one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I remember when they came out with uh, this is later on, but uh, the 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 Shrek ketchup that was green. Oh god, that was gross. Yeah, they and had purple was, ketchup. There was too. purple ketchup too. Yeah. They, yeah. Why do they try to market ketchup to children? Children, <laughs> children already love ketchup. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, we need to make ketchup cool and fun for the kids. Hi, my name's JP Hines. But boss, they already love it. They already love it so much. How can we make it even cooler? Well, we already pump it full of sugar, don't we? <laughs> oh. So it's already hey. addictive. We just gotta get them to the stuff. This is the same. This is the same guy that was just sexualizing Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm a powerful executive. And show a little daddy. Are you trying to Weinstein Miss Piggy? <laughs> Whoa! Hey! <laughs> Don't you paint me in that light? <laughs> oh man. Well, is there anything we want to talk about before we rate this thing? I don't. I th- I think we've exhausted. 
everything we have to say about yes, it. Yes, we have. <laughs> All right. Well, what do y'all want to rate it? Because I want to. I want to wait to hear y'all's rating before. Because I'm on the fence. I don't know what to rate this thing. I I feel like this movie is is very mid. So I'm gonna say two and a half chickens. Oh wow! I thought you were about to. I thought you were about to do a long speech about how it's bad and then give it a five out of five. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been funny. <laughs> but um, you know what? There's still Muppets in it, so five out of five. <laughs> I'm putting that down. Five out of five. That's the last score I heard out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, Rip, well, do you get you Yeah, get I, I, honestly, I appreciated it for the bits and the comedy of it. Um, I, I don't know that I'd rewatch it. I'd maybe want to look up, like, a supercut of it, of, like, all the best parts. All the good bits, mm. yeah. Because I feel like there are a lot of really, like, standout sequences. Yeah. <laughs> and the more I think about it, like, it doesn't i'm gonna go 3.5 okay so you liked it more than muppet caper wow i did i did i did like it more than muppet caper wow wow excuse me man i um i didn't like it i don't know i was on my phone a lot during muppet caper Damn, this is tough. It was shorter than Muppet Caper. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it 3.5 as well. I'm going to give it the same rating as Muppet Caper. <laughs> oh, man. Do I want to give it a 3? Man, I'm struggling, guys. This is I'm on the fence. You know what? Yes, I'm taking. You already off. got it down. You put it down. All right. I was going to take life. I was going to take off half a star for no original <laughs> music, but man, What's that for whatever happens? reason, funk was having a moment in like the late '90s, <laughs> early 2000s. It's the same way that like swing me or yeah, like swing music had a, a revival in the mid '90s. Oh wow! I feel like that's around the time that I like learned you know what fucking parliament funkadelic was i watched pcu on comedy central one afternoon Every, that's everybody's introduce introduction to funk is fucking pcu <clears throat> starring jeremy piven and that's how you learn that you don't uh wear the same shirt as the band you're gonna go see it's fucking gauche man oh man all right, that is an average of 4.5. Um, so technically, it is rated higher than Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> but hey, you wow, know. Wow, that's blasphemous. It's fine. I still rank it at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> now, next week, we're talking the Muppets, which is going to be a little uh, kind of a soft reboot, slash, it's, a, it's, it's, it's part of the requel trend, tr- uh, trend. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a you know sequel slash reboot. <laughs> it's so. basically just like Scream. It's like the same thing. Yeah, they even got uh, <laughs> what's her name from Scream to come in and explain the explain what a recall is in the Muppets. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, last week, uh, go back and listen to the plugs last week. 
Uh, <laughs> the same plugs this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Malarkeycomedy.com. What uh it's fully operational. This is coming out on Groundhog Day, so you can you can what what do you, you got any Groundhog Day shows? Uh the February schedule is not up yet. But mm. malarkeycomedy.com, get your tickets for at the IO Theater. Catch me Thursdays, Fridays, sometimes maybe Saturdays coming up in the future, who knows? Except when Nick Lathan's in town. Yeah, so don't come into Chicago when Nick Lathan's in Chicago. <laughs> yes. Uh, you don't want to be there when I'm there. I'm a mess. I got nothing to plug. Peyton, Peyton Cody Lynch on socials, Queer Movie Night. Um, he's doing the double, double okay. <laughs> yep, <right>. that's me. <laughs> See? <clears throat> he don't have some fancy website you can't even spell. No, I don't. I don't have anything. Pete said, I got nothing. Rip, take us out with a quote, please, sir. Doctor. 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 <laughs> Just doctors in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs>